everyone. Welcome to February, your favorite podcast. Today, I have a special guest. And I mean special as in day one special. I mean 10 years plus of friendship special. Okay, maybe I'm hyping you too much, Noni. So I'll let you introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're up to, what you're doing, and why you're here. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the thing is, I've been practicing, you know, saying the, <laughs> the welcome speech this whole time. So I was just waiting for me to get a chance to do it. But, you know, it's, we move. But anyway, my name is Nani. Some people call me Nani, but Maga calls me Nonzo. So what do you call me, actually? I actually have your number saved as Nani, but, like, it's okay. By the time you hear me calling you by your full name, you know something's wrong. I'm in trouble. Exactly. Most of the times because I do, like, never mind. But I make bad decisions. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. Should we really? I think think it's too early for us to start there. Let's just, you know, take it easy. Let's just take it easy. Let's ease into things so that people actually take us seriously. But you know what? These are the vibes. These are the vibes. All right. So today we're going to be talking about Like I always say this, I always say like we never really come up with a topic immediately. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes the topic comes at the end of the podcast. So basically just kind of reviewing a couple of themes or points that came up from your book. Also, congratulations, guys. Noni has her second book out and it's called Inside Out. So I'll plug you guys with the link. And if you want to get in touch with her, I will also send you her contact details. So basically, a couple of themes that came up in your book, specifically relating to emotions and the ability to balance between being over-emotional and emotionless. And then some themes about hurt or unforgiveness specifically anger bitterness we want to talk about those things and then we also want to bring in the theme of being able to receive love from others and how we can identify when we're self-sabotaging that's true i think well when you asked me to introduce myself i was actually thinking how do i even start but (laughs) professionally i'm a venerian mm-hmm. and i have found my purpose you know in my career but also in in authoring so i am an author this is my second book the first one yeah. wasn't as hard writing this one was actually very hard because it was personal so it was more of me sharing with everyone my personal journey like concerning mm-hmm things that i personally struggled with so it wasn't me writing from a point to me I didn't know I didn't know what it felt like but it was me writing from a point where I was now in a space where I was ready to share and help other people that may be struggling with the things that I struggle with or that I have struggled with yeah and and I specifically love that because that's the beauty of writing from a place of experience or mm. being able to share a story with others and feel connected with the reader. Maybe just take us through what the journey was like for you writing that book or like why you highlighted the themes that you did because you really did cover a lot. You did, hey? I think mm-hmm. for me, I got to a point where I felt like on my journey with Christ... I started to realize that I wasn't fulfilled. I knew that we all have a purpose 
and I was very determined to figure out what my purpose was because I just didn't feel like I was living to my fullest potential. So on my journey to discover my purpose, I actually started to realize that I have a message. So it started off as a message in my heart that I wanted to share with mm-hmm. people. Or, you know, you see people around you and you see that you're struggling with certain things. And it's also things that you've struggled with. And people tend to right. ask you certain questions about certain things. And then you're helping them out because you've also been through it. And then I started to realize that, no, I think God has put this message in my heart for me to communicate with his people and the channel that I wanted to use was writing and it's actually very funny how <laughs> I discovered that I'm a good writer it was so you know how these days when you're communicating with people within you know, your relationship or whatever people tend to send like <laughs> really long messages Paragraphs. like for days so you know every time i was in a relationship i would be writing paragraphs just expressing how i'm feeling you know people would be Mm -hmm. like what like why do you even bother i'm like guys you don't understand i need people to understand i I need us to communicate and then i realized that you know what instead of writing paragraphs to people like this i can channel my very creative and flowery language to another channel where it can actually help people that genuinely want to you know be helped and stuff like that so that's how it started i love that and not getting those one word answers like oh okay okay, exactly (laughs) yeah yeah it was wild but yeah that's how it started and yeah Mm -hmm. i found myself here with two books you mentioned purpose you mentioned not being fulfilled and i think that's something that our listeners would like to know more about like how do you go about figuring out what your purpose is or figuring out how to be fulfilled in the life that you're living as a child of god i think we need to understand first of all who we are and it was very important for me to understand the fact that i didn't just happen you know we mm-hmm. all just didn't happen we weren't just born out of nowhere there's a creator and there's a higher power there's someone that created me and you mm-hmm. then start to ask the question why because we all want to know why was i created in every situation when things go bad when something happens you always want to know why so the question is why was i created in the first place so you start from there trying to figure out the reason why you were placed on this earth because if you don't make that effort to figure out why it is that you were placed on this earth. You tend to just wander and every day just trying to get by or aimlessly doing things that other people think you should do or doing things that will just push hours until I guess you die. So it's just discovering why you were put on this planet. And then when you discover that purpose every day, waking up and aiming to fulfill it, yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think sometimes we like to overthink what your purpose would truly be. Like yeah. I, I always say to people, if you wake up every single day and you have that one thing that you do that gives you satisfaction or that one thing that you do effortlessly, I think it's always worth exploring that thing and realizing that that might actually be where your purpose lies. I thought mm-hmm. that my purpose would involve something primarily to do with music even when I was trying to serve in the church I took time to actually try and join the choir actively because I was like I love music and I think I should be ministering I think I should do this and then I realized that right just because you love something 
doesn't mean that's what you yeah. always meant. And there's this dynamic mm-hmm. where God wants to please you. God wants to make you happy. So music mm-hmm. is God's gift to me to say, you know what, this is what I'm giving you. It's a gift from me to you through other people. You don't have to participate okay. in it. You don't have to be active in it. Just enjoy it. That's when we learn to like enjoy other people's gifts, you know what I mean? So you don't have to always do everything. So I like writing, but I know that there are some people that genuinely love to read. So that's read. their gift from God to them through me so that they have books that they it doesn't mean that they have to be authors it just means that you know what they love to read so you know god works for his people through other people so when you're discovering your purpose it's very important for you to distinguish between something you like to do and something you were meant to do i actually really love that and the thing that you mentioned about enjoying other people's gifts i think also comes from a place of appreciation mm-hmm. and now thinking about it it makes me wonder because in your book you have a chapter on handling emotions and i think one of the emotions that we often have to deal with is jealousy when other people are doing well or other people's gifts seem to be just about right or perfect for them yeah. how do you deal or how do you handle such emotions i think two emotions that actually go hand in hand when it comes to that is jealousy and envy you know when you perfect are jealous of someone else you look at them and you want what they have you covet whatever it is that mm-hmm. they have then when you're envious you're just looking at them and you're wishing that you could do whatever it is that they are doing or like you just don't understand why someone is good at something that you want to be good at but you're not and i think right. today we have confused motivation with envy Be- because you know you look at someone and then you look at them they drive a car you want they have the job you want you know they're in a relationship that you want and you're looking at that and you're like ah oh, is this motivation or this is envy so it's always that question that we ask ourselves because these things take root and we don't even realize it you know because even yeah. if you ask yourself my classic example when i realized that yo this is envy so it was mm-hmm. a thing where i was in the church service and i'd look up there instead of soaking up the music instead of soaking up worship i'm idolizing myself and visualizing myself in this situation where mm-hmm. everyone is looking at me and, and i was like that's envy and now i'm not enjoying the service or not enjoying right. other people's talents i'm looking at myself and saying you know what i want to do that or i could do better or if i had the chance you know what i could shine like that and that's where it starts but you know also like one other thing that i always think about is the fact that because we live in this age where people are being told to visualize yourself manifest this manifest that people are out here doing the most and i'm not going to bash new age spiritualists all over again because people will be on my case but i do have to say i i think it's you have to do some serious self introspection to really take the time to ask yourself what the real reason is for you to be doing something touching on envy jealousy i think we should also touch on unforgiveness anger and bitterness because those are things that we don't really talk about like when someone does something to you and they wrong you do you forget it do you forgive them are you still angry are you still bitter 
talking about unforgiveness, forgiveness mm-hmm. and forgetting, you know, mm-hmm. I always read how the Bible, how God forgives us. He forgives mm-hmm. and he forgets in the sense that if you go to him and you ask for forgiveness, he will forgive you. And on top of that, you'll, he'll never bring it up again in a right. separate situation. Like, ah, no, last week you said... But this week you're saying again, like, what are you doing? No, he (laughs) forgives and he forgets. So we have to aim to imitate Jesus or imitate Mm -hmm. the love that God gives us so that we Mm -hmm. do that and share that love. So I know it's not easy. It's a concept that we always talk about. Forgive, forgive, but it's definitely not easy. Yeah, it's difficult. I think what I've realized is in this whole journey, What's important is the fact that you need to understand that you can't do it by yourself in the sense that you need the Holy Spirit. I know, you know, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is a very, I don't even, I don't want to call it tricky. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those because, you know, you talk about the Holy Spirit and people are thinking about gushes of wind and people falling all over church services. Yeah, but then that's that's the problem. But that's, that's not what it is, though. That's yeah. not what it is, you know? It's <laughs> more than that. It's yeah, more than yeah. that. I read this book. I don't know if you read it by Benny Hinn. Mm-hmm. Good morning, no, Holy Spirit. You yeah. should. It's a plug. And he says something that's actually very profound. He says that the Holy Spirit is in the Trinity. We have the Father, we have the Son, and we have the Holy Spirit. So he is an equal member of the Holy Trinity there mm-hmm. is a person of the Holy Spirit. So the same way mm-hmm. we say God the Father and we treat him as a person and Jesus, we treat him as a person. The Holy Spirit is also a person that we should treat and that is equal, but not subpar to the Father or or to Jesus or the Son, you know. They, they exist equally together as one, but as three. Right. So, you know, when you're looking at it and on your journey and all these things, you need to invite him in to help you through these things because some of these things need supernatural intervention because you yeah, look at people that have been through like deep stuff deep 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 stuff that mm-hmm. abuses that you could never you know fathom could happen to someone and then you go to someone and you approach them you're like you need to forgive your abuser that person will look mm-hmm. at you like is my trauma not enough but that's not the case right. because forgiveness is less to do about you accepting that your trauma was justified and more to do with you moving on and not allowing that thing to define you or to chain you to that, to that position that you're inhibiting you to grow. So it's important that when you forgive, you ask the Holy spirit to unite, to help you forgive. It's a constant prayer that you help. If it's, it's not a one-time thing that I know I've forgiven mother for doing this. For me, mm. it took years for me to forgive right. certain people. It was one of those things I would wake up and I'm like, I don't think it's important for me to know why, but I'm tired of mm-hmm. always being triggered and I just want to let go. And then God is like, you can let go, but you need to forgive because if mm-hmm. you don't forgive, you'll never forget. And if you don't forget, you'll move on. And I was wow, like, Wow, that's so profound. I was like, okay, so we need to start this journey together where I forgive. Mm. Then you forgive someone, but
but then you never forget. It's one of those things that you forgive someone, but you choose not to forget. One of those things yeah. someone talks about someone, you're like, ah, but that uh, literally me every time. They did this, this, this <laughs> to me. I mean, I'll never forget. And it's one of those things. Yeah. You yeah. remind yeah. yourself constantly. And in the unscathing wounds that God is trying to heal. So God's like, look, right. I forgave you. I forgot what you did. You need to forgive that person and you need to forget and you need to move on. Don't focus on it. Don't even talk about it. Like my situations were, I realized that for me to move on from that place of trying to forget these things was don't talk about it. Yeah. You need to get to a point where you talk about it, you share, you receive counseling. Mm -hmm. But after that, when someone brings up that person's name or when someone brings up that situation to learn to just not bash the other person all the time or bring up your situation all the time because you'll never move on. I know there's some women that are divorced or whatever it Mm -hmm. is and they'll never say anything positive about their husbands, about their ex-husbands. Never. To the point where it even pollutes their children, to the point where that bitterness will infect Mm -hmm. every other relationship that you're in. And it inhibits your relationship with God. Because now, for years, you're talking about this person, trash-talking about this person all the time, reminding yourself of the trauma that you encountered in that marriage. And it's like, Mm -hmm. don't you want better for yourself? And you know, the irony of the matter is that you were in love with this person once. So, like, you can't tell me that you can't find one single thing, especially where children are involved. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd like to circle back to that whole unforgiveness leading to bitterness and then anger because sometimes you don't realize how connected all these things are so like you're so angry you can't forgive and then all of a sudden you find yourself just feeling bitter about everything you're bitter about the situation you're bitter about the person what they Mm -hmm. did to you how it went down and then you just find yourself angry and it's it's just a build-up And then now just putting that, all those emotions parallel with the verse that talks about the fruits of the spirit. Because you did bring in how like the Holy Spirit is supposed to be our helper or like how the Holy Spirit guides us through all this. So then when we talk about the fruits of the spirit being love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Did I leave out faithfulness? Is there faithfulness? I don't know. Anyway, gentleness, something yeah, gentleness, <laughs> gentleness and self-control, mm-hmm. like basically those fruits of the spirit that are there, you know, full well that they cannot coexist with these other things yeah. like anger, bitterness and unforgiveness and like hurt and all that stuff. So I guess to just put it all together i think it's very important what you mentioned about how the holy spirit is supposed to be our helper or guide us when it comes to these things and then i i also then realize that with these emotions come issues related to making decisions in your book you mentioned how emotions can affect decision making and our ability to discern god's voice in situations love to hear you share more about this and help our listeners through it if you look at the most stable things in your life your emotions are literally the least stable thing because emotions change Mm -hmm. you can be mad at someone today you can be so in love you could be happy Mm -hmm. they could annoy you they are changing they just change so you can't rely on something 
that changes so frequently or based on circumstance to make a decision right the best thing you can use to make a decision is the truth so you yes. base all the decision that you make on the word of god if you do that then you have a consistent path of making good or good choices or the right decision in your life there's no consistency there when it comes to emotions and it's just that thing like where sometimes when you're really angry you make a decision and later on you ask yourself like what was i thinking just because exactly. you've let your emotions rule govern over you one of the things that's now a double edged sword in mm-hmm. our generation is the statement that your emotions are valid your emotions Ooh. are valid right but i am saying that take time to actually get to a point where you're thinking clearly and you're not thinking from a place of anger or you're not mm-hmm. thinking from a place of rejection or disappointment make sure you use the truth as a standard in your life because if you want to go from a point of saying my emotions are valid we accept we validate your emotions because i accept that i feel this way i am justified in the choice that i made or i'm justified in what i said to you which is not the truth. Yeah, yeah, and I think we use that as an excuse like oh because I felt this way then it's an excuse for the way that I acted and most you of see? the times we don't want to take responsibility of our actions because we blame it on our emotions. Yeah. And now how do you strike a balance between being over emotional in quotes and being emotionless? You know there's these people who are just like yeah whatever. There's no emotion whatsoever and then we have some people who are on the other end of the spectrum where it's like there's no such thing as just too much of emotion or like Yeah. Yeah. I existed on the other side of the spectrum <laughs> which, which I was emotional <clears throat> like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I still am. My thing is I mm. am empathetic, sympathetic, you know, I care a lot about things yeah. I'm very passionate about the things I'm passionate about you know but I realized that in everything in life as a rule of thumb you need to exist in a balance you need to right. eat enough if you overeat we all know what happens if you don't <laughs> eat enough we all know what happens you know yeah. so in life you need to exist in a balance or else you are on the verge of disaster. So it's the same with emotions. You need to exist in a state of balance. The relationship that we have with God isn't a religious sacrament in in the sense. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship built from love and love is an emotion. I think that going back to the point on receiving love from others, I think it's also important to be able to identify when you're self-sabotaging. Like I feel like there's been situations in my life where I straight up know that I'm the person who's making things go south in the relationship because I'm just not probably used to receiving love or that yeah. I'm scared that if the other person maybe ends up ending things then I will be left out to dry. I think it's also like that fear of I think we talked about this as a feeling of being disposable. So like you just you feel like you know what this person can just leave me at any time or like the fear of people leaving you which makes you not want to receive their love or which makes you want to push people away. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Self sabotaging. I used to sabotage relationships from a place of saying last time this happened 
Yeah, and I see red flags. I must run. But sometimes they're not even red flags. Like there's there's no smoke. Might be orange. <laughs> you know, there's no smoke there, fam. Like yeah, relax. Yeah. There's no smoke. But mm-hmm. now say this prayer. <laughs> when when I start talking to anyone, it's oh, someone DMs me asking about like, business or like whether it's a friend or anything. Mm-hmm. I say I ask. I'm like move within the midst of our connection and transform it because yeah. i know one i have a problem with discernment so i enjoy giving someone the benefit of the doubt sometimes i see that relationships are not going the way that i think god wants them to go so i'm having a problem like god what's happening you know and there's this verse in hebrews that talks about god shaking the heavens and the earth There's situations in our lives where we have to get to a point where we're like god shake everything that can be shaken in my life and remain the what remains should be that thing that can that should be unshaken so you'll see that when you pray like about those things people that are not meant to be in your life they start to fall away things habits mm-hmm. character traits that are not meant to be in your life they start to fall away so that you get to a point where the people that are then remaining in your lives are people that you can trust trusting god to orchestrate the relationships to how your life progresses yeah yeah i definitely think there's a major benefit to having relationships or forming relationships with intention and being able to nurture those relationships in the direction yeah. in which god okay. wants you to go i feel like we've really touched on a lot of things today and i hope at least that this podcast was beneficial for whoever's been listening i don't know if you have any last words to share with our listeners today one thing like god loves you i mm-hmm. used to struggle with this a lot in the, in the sense that even today when i do something i sometimes fall into the cycle of self condemnation where i'm just like yo you shouldn't die and you know what's wrong so now how do you go back mm-hmm. you disobeyed and it's like you were born again for those that are if you haven't you know it's never too late shameless plug shameless <laughs> plug like literally shameless right now <laughs> but when you're born again it's like you there's never an instance where god is like maga said a prayer like oh god you know my life and then god's like this one was the one I was waiting for and when i say mm-hmm. a prayer And then goes like, not you know, there's never know, that situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a situation where it goes like, oh, I don't know about you, but let's see how it's going to mm. go. No. Do you honestly think that God didn't know that he was inheriting a hotness when you came through? Like, do you honestly <laughs> think he didn't? <laughs> like, he knew. He knew all these things and he's like, listen, come through. I know how to fix you. You know, I talk about mm-hmm. things that can only be fixed by the manufacturer. And he's like, I know what was broken and I know how to fix it, you know. So you come through the way you are, even with your mistakes and all the things that you, you, you're doing. God will never look at mm-hmm. you and be like, hey, why? Why? Because right. like, I knew you were going to do this. You might struggle with what you're struggling with for a long time. But it's not cause to feel condemned. Because when he says... no condemnation in Christ he's really telling the truth so yeah. just wake up every day and trust god and just wake up every day and try you know at every stage he's just like listen love that i love that i love how you highlighted how this journey of christianity is not about perfection and mm-hmm. the importance of love and how 
his love for us is unconditional. So I'm really happy, first of all, that you came here and that you were able to share your book with us, to share your thoughts with us. And um, again, shameless plug, Inside Out is out <laughs> and it's available on Smashwords. It's available on the Google Drive link that I will post together with this episode. So look out for that and if you need to get in touch with noni i'll drop her contact details you guys can slide in the dms come through mm-hmm. what is come through she's and, inviting you, know. you she said come through come through come through to the dms <laughs> i know you it's nothing but i don't ignore people <laughs> wow you know what thank you for listening to february your favorite podcast until next time bye <laughs>